0: And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday morning. Rev Z is traveling with business, unable to join us. And our scheduled guest had some, well, <coughs> scheduling problems. So, uh, no worries there. We'll get him rescheduled for another day. And uh, I trust that we know uh, Rev Z is doing his good work out in the world. If you are uh, if you are wondering where Z will be next, which uh, happens quite a bit, uh, he will be at the Celebrating Our Soul Conference in Unity Village next week. There's still tickets available for that if you're interested. All right, welcome to the two Ministers Talking Shit. Uh, we get to we're going to be here for a half an hour. I'm going to be here for a half an hour. I don't know if you will be or not. Uh, if you'd like to, please feel free join in the conversation. Uh, leave a comment in the box. Uh, let me know what uh, what you think about what we're talking about here today. <clears throat> and there's a lot of wild and wonderful and amazing stories going on out there. One of the ones that caught my eye overnight, um, China is not happy with Nancy Pelosi. Now, um, and what they're really not happy with is that any. US dignitary visited Taiwan without their permission uh, and they wouldn't give the permission and uh, and they have uh, they have severed if you will uh, communications and negotiations when it comes to climate change military uh, other aspects uh, they're very very upset and have for the first time in decades, crossed the dividing line between taiwan and mainland china in a milit- in the military in the strait of taiwan there's a dividing line between the two and uh china has uh crossed that line with military ships uh they've been shooting uh missiles over taiwan at this point and doing uh shooting missiles over the not trying to hit them just trying to scare them i believe a lot of saber rattling happening on china's part and this is a tough one we you know we believe in the sovereignty of the individual and that would then extrapolate to to the country um not saying i necessarily believe what they believe or agree with what they believe as far as a communist country but uh they have that that's part of the mix and that's part of the oneness and at the same time we're working towards and holding a vision of a world where borders are irrelevant and so uh, the real prayer i believe is that china and you know this may not happen today but it can uh, that china awakens to the the planetary oneness that we are all experiencing and that we're all living in and that we're all a part of Uh, that would be my prayer for china is that they uh, they they start to awaken to that truth? But I get it; it it's politics, and uh, and not everybody's operating from the spirit of oneness yet. Uh, a lot of these folks, a lot, and China's not the only one, and there are other countries that, that operate from that place of separation and division, and trying to get mine and get me mine and. Mm, it doesn't really work. Uh, at least it hasn't in my life. It doesn't appear in other lives as well. The other top story I want to talk about today is Brittany Greiner. Now, we've talked about Brittany quite a few times here on this program, and um, and I don't believe she was happy yesterday. I don't believe I was happy yesterday. If you haven't heard the news, she was sentenced to nine years in prison. Uh, and with an immediate transfer to a Russian, uh, what they call a penal colony, uh, she'll be doing labor. It depends on what they assign her to do, uh, but she is, uh, she was found guilty in a Russian court of drug smuggling, and uh, they are getting keep her now. <laughs> It, the U.S. news has been reporting this like crazy that uh, there's a, a, a prisoner swap in the works, and uh, and what we also know is there's a gentleman named Paul Whelan who is under uh, arrest in Russia is under is in custody in Russia as well, accused of espionage. The U.S. has been looking for a way to negotiate his release for quite a long while now. Um, Many believe that uh, now that Britney's arrest was purely political to open that conversation again and convince and and leverage the U.S. into releasing a gentleman who's known as the merchant of death, uh, an arms rob, uh, an arms dealer, Victor, uh, that looks more get to that point if Brittany weren't found guilty and actually imprisoned so now we have it <clears throat> she's been found guilty in Russia uh it, we may never know the true story if uh if she really just mistakenly left a couple of mostly empty cartridges in her bag uh whatever it may be uh now we got now we have to look for a prisoner spot In a game of political chess, I'm not going to claim to be a master. Uh, I wouldn't claim to be a master of chess in any regard. Uh, however, it, this one just looks like from the very get-go that uh, that there was an opportunity to scoop somebody up uh, that Russia knew would, would make headlines. Would make, And I don't know if it made as many headlines as maybe Russia had hoped. Took a while for this story to for people to start paying attention to this story, Um, and uh, and we get it. You know, it happened right before uh, the uh, the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. So, Russia's uh, would appear to have played a good move, and would appear to be uh, on the verge of of leveraging the U.S. to give them back a, a an arms dealer. And what I'm going to keep knowing is that somehow there is a greater play. At, there's a greater force at play. There's a greater something at play than uh, than what I see. Because I don't like what I see on this one. I, I like the idea that Brittany will get to come home. I like the idea that Paul Whelan will get to come home. Um, I do like the idea that we won't have to pay to keep a, an arms dealer alive uh, in our prison system, and perhaps there's a perhaps there's a, a new and emerging way to um, to deal with international criminals, with those that are content on breaking laws across borders, or using the borders to hide to hide themselves. And yes, Wayne, good goes around and around. <laughs> it does. Uh, and those that want to misuse this law, those that want to misuse the principles we teach, that goes around and around, too. And often, um, when I first got into this philosophy, I was taught, um, always look for the collateral good. Um, I was specifically taught that in regards to uh, the falling of the twin towers in New York. Always look for the collateral good. Sometimes it might take a while to be able to find the collateral good. And uh, seen as how I'm here on my own today and I got plenty of time to fill. (laughs) Uh, And this show is called ministers talking shit. Um, It reminds me of the story of the pony. And if you don't remember the story of the pony. Uh, there's a young boy who asks for a pony for his birthday. And the first time he asks, it doesn't happen. His parents don't do it. And, um, but, uh, he gets his birthday present, but he's kind of sad. There's no pony. And the third year, the second year it happens again. And, um, the third year he opened, they give him a gift and they take him out to the backyard where there's a shed and they open the shed and the shed is filled with shit and the kid screams and yells and oh my god can you imagine and goes and starts digging in and his parents ask him what are you doing he goes are you kidding with all this shit there's got to be a pony in here somewhere we have to find the pony in here Uh, I don't know what it is but we have to stay open for what it could be. Perhaps it is a a reimagining of of international criminal justice and criminal law. Maybe this is leading us to a point where we we don't do things like this. We don't swap human beings. We don't grab human beings and and hold them um, without merit just to make political hay. I told the pony joke and then said political hey. (laughs) Don't get pony jokes without hey. Uh, (laughs) See, folks, I definitely work better when I have support. (laughs) When I've been working in a team than when I just have to work alone. All right. Hey, uh, one of the other things I want to talk about today, because there's two stories in the news that I saw uh, that made me applaud and Kind of, And feel like um, sometimes justice is served. And sometimes it's it served cold and sometimes it takes a while. As I was just saying, sometimes it takes a little while to find the collateral good. Sometimes justice takes a while to come around. And the next two stories I want to share with you um, are stories that I feel are um, right on. Yeah, uh, Alex Jones was ordered to pay $4 million in compen- uh, compensatory, uh, this is interesting, we're going to learn a little bit about the law if you don't know. These are compensatory damages, different than punitive damages, he's still elig- uh, still liable or still uh, eligible to be charged with or uh, be ordered to pay punitive damages on top of this but uh the compensatory damages four million dollars to two different parents for lying about sandy hook now if you don't know this alex jones um has made millions being a conspiratorialist a conspiracy theorist um and often in a more right-wing perspective and uh, and he, uh, when the Sandy Hook shooting happened and children lost their lives, uh, Alex used that as an opportunity to try to make money and uh, and continue to spread his agenda of conspiracy theories. Uh, and his brand of conspiracy theory was that this was all made up. It was all a lie. None of it was real. Well, we know that's not true. Um, and he has now been forced to admit in court that he also knew that was not true. Uh, and now has said in court that he knows Sandy Hook was 100% real. So for me, this is one of those, we get some justice. Um, now, the plaintiffs in this case had also already secured a 1.5 $5 million judgment uh, for fines against Jones. So this means, yeah, this up, this is now costing Jones already $5.6 million, and we haven't even gotten to the punitive stage because this new uh decision, this uh this demand here now opens the door for that next stage of punitive damages. He's facing plenty of other lawsuits. This pretty much heralds the end of Alex Jones and his misinformation and the disinformation that he uh, so readily peddled in, in on the planet. Everyone brings value even if that value is showing us what we don't want in the world. And society would indicate we don't want this. We don't want the lies. We don't want um, the uh, one of the lawyers in this case said, yes, speech is free and we have free speech, and lies cost money. This point, it's costing Alex quite a bit for the lies that he told, and he told a lot of them. So um, kudos to the jury, kudos to the courts. Kudos to the American justice system. Uh, it, uh, it, it works. And uh, having spent a week in, in the land of Johnny Coleman, it works if you work it, folks. Uh, remember that. It works if you work it. We have to believe that we're moving in the direction of a world that works for all. We have to be doing the things in spite of all this other stuff that we see. I, in the media and um, I'm I don't like vilifying the media as we are it and it is us and uh, and it needs to be reformed as well and so regardless of what the mainstream media is showing us we want to remember that and that's part of what this program is all about look at the the stories that make us go what Um and remember that behind that story is a real being, and that real human has lost their way, either intentionally or unintentionally, has begun to use the laws, the universal principles that we teach, um, errone- erroneously, has a misuse of the law. It doesn't mean the law doesn't work, it just means we're, we're using it poorly. And for ill-gotten reward or easy reward. Sometimes the the real work is is tough. But the reward for that tough work is far greater. We love the actor, not always the action. So, uh, Mr. Jones, we pray you too. Awaken to your spiritual magnificence. We pray that this uh, massive loss of money on your part uh, is is the wake up call necessary to say, "Hey, I can do better. I can I can be a part of the change for good," instead of tearing things down and instead of trying to make money off of the people's fear. Uh, Perhaps Alex can get on board with the positive news. Perhaps Alex can get on board with the good news, with the, with the truth, and sharing the truth with us. In another story I ran across that uh, really, uh, to me, is another... Now, this is kind of the same thing, only rather than a court of law telling a, a rich white man to pay up, this time... Uh, well, it's a court of law again, uh, but it's not, uh, this one is a little different because this is in the entertainment industry. Kevin Spacey has been ordered to pay $31 million to the producers of the program House of Cards. Now, a little bit backstory on this. If you don't remember, Spacey was, uh, accused of sexual misconduct, uh, in a, uh, in a podcast interview, which led the, the production company that was producing what at the time was a pretty intense hit political drama named house of cards. It was on Netflix, uh, The allegation that caused their production company to do an independent inquiry that found other allegations of sexual misconduct specifically on the the set of House of Cards led to Spacey's uh, firing and removal from the show. Uh, That led them to cut their production run from 13 shows to eight shows. Uh, They had to scrap work that had already been done. And... uh, now Mr. Spacey has denied allegations. He has uh, he is also uh, currently in a court battle in the UK over similar allegations. He has denied those allegations as well. And regardless of what exactly happened, uh, a judge believes that his misconduct and his sexual misconduct, directly led to the production company's loss of funds, and therefore has ordered Mr. Spacey to pay them $31 million. When the universe has got you paying $31 million, it's probably because you did something wrong. Uh, I can't see... And, and other allegations that have emerged um, all uh, feel very, very credible... I would be more than happy to find that uh, this man's not guilty. And my intuition tells me he is. And a strong, uh, a a powerful white man in Hollywood uh, being brought down by sexual misconduct is not a new story, but it's a more, a more, uh, uh, I'm losing the word I want for it. <laughs> it's happening a lot more. Let's put it that way for sure. And we're learning the truth of some of more and more people that uh, that are beloved actors. I get it. He does a great job. I, I personally always thought uh, and loved his acting, uh, but cannot condone the behaviors, and therefore have to stand on the side of the just of justice and applaud this award and applaud uh, this this judgment. I trust it will cause many others to, to reconsider their activities as well. See, folks, it, we're creating a world that works for everyone here. Um, whether we like it or not, that's what's happening. Once you awake, once once people find that truth, then everything that is unlike that truth has to fall away. And the behaviors of people like Alex Jones and the behaviors of people like Kevin Spacey are things that have to fall away. They can, we cannot abide in these behaviors any longer. And the only way we do, that we do remove those behaviors is by standing up and making a statement and saying, no, no more. And I had this conversation recently On another program, um, there is this famous line, right, to to be for something and against nothing. Uh, I think that it isn't that we are not against things like sexual misconduct and pedophilia and, and other game changers, murder, genocide. Those are strong no's. It's to be for something and against the nothingness, to be against the no thing, the the thing that is not the truth, the thing that is not the things that are not building us up and moving us forward as a species, as a being, as, as humans. So to be for something, absolutely. To be for peace, to be for equity, to be for white men keeping their hands to themselves, to be for not lying to the American public just for money, and to be against the lies and the nothingness and the dishonesty and the misuse of the law, the things that that are not the, the true things of life. The true, the true principles of this universe. I think it's very important now more than ever for all of us to take a stand. To, to and if you if you listen to me at all, you hear this again and again and again, again. No matter what it is, it's time to start taking action. It's time to um, do. With peace, with love, with compassion, from an open heart, from a, a sense of oneness. It is now time to actualize this belief, to activate this belief in the world of human conditions, in the world of human experience, in a way that... um in a way that provides everyone an opportunity to awaken to a greater sense of themselves to their own spiritual magnificence if you will Uh, but more importantly allows everyone to take the stand and move in the direction of of oneness of building a world that works for all and that means it happens one heartbeat at a time one soul one person at a time And end game, we're all in this together. We're not in the same boat. because Some have different means and some have different opportunities, but we are all in the same ocean. And it's an ocean of love. Mm. Some of you might hear that lyric. It's an ocean of love. And together, we can do this together we can have it all but the more we want to divide ourselves the one the more that we believe there is a division between ourselves and the chinese between ourselves and those of color between ourselves and whoever the other is anytime we believe there's a separation or a division we're just slowing our growth we're just slowing our role folks Uh, We're just putting up a big old roadblock saying, nope, sorry, can't go here. When the end result is we must arrive at oneness because that is what we already are. We already are one. We just have to arrive at the recognition and the acceptance of it. We have to arrive at a place where we don't question that. We have to arrive at a place where we're not afraid to tell everybody we know that that's the truth. Now pretty sure if you're watching this program you've arrived or you're arriving <laughs> if you're still watching at this point you've arrived let me tell you that let me just say it if you've ever questioned it uh, no let's let's be on the side of truth you have arrived because this network this virtual family if you will what is coming together is a place where you can be you Come be you. Come be you with us, and be on. Be a part of the the energetic impulse, the the conscious uprising. Not in arms. Not in anger. The conscious uprising of peace and love. And co-creativeness on the planet, be a a bringer of the truth, be a liver of the truth, be one that is demonstrating truth moment by moment by moment, opening doors for people, letting someone in in traffic, um, doing the good deed, doing a big service project, whatever it might be, wherever you might be going, be about doing that. That's the call. That's where we are. That's how we create a world for works for all. Hey, folks, I've done about run out of time here on a Friday morning. I love you. I appreciate you being with me. Now, next week. Um, next week, we're not going to be here either. <laughs> um, Rev Z will be at Unity Village with the Celebrating Our Soul Conference. Uh, please do watch for some version, uh, some, uh, some live, uh, pop-up interviews coming from that conference next week. And I will be in Geneva with the Center for Spiritual Living Geneva Summer Conference and their retreat. Uh, We're doing some broadcasting for them as well as uh, some presenting and such. So we're not going to be here next week. We'll have one of our best of episodes on, but we'll be back the week after that. And uh, Rev Skip is scheduled to be our guest. We haven't seen Rev Skip here on the network in a while, so we're grateful that he's going to be back with us some uh in just a couple weeks so stay tuned here on the new thought media network it's a full friday all of our great programming uh practicing infinite possibilities is up at 10 at one o'clock it's the joy show with reverend barbara i'm back with the good news at five and pastor michael mangus has got the fireside chat at six that includes our normal prayer programming and of course Rev melissa with the morning sip at 8 30. i'm Rev briz i'm gonna get out of here for now I love you. I thank you. I think you're amazing. I look forward to seeing you again real soon. Until that point, I wish you peace and absolute richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking (laughs) We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other (laughs) our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.